crazy cow lady. In this interview with Erin Roberts, we discover that she has several potty trained cows in her house and how Erin can maintain a busy lifestyle with chiropractic care. Is your health thriving or is it merely surviving? Welcome to Thriving with Chiropractic, where we unpack conditions and lifestyle challenges in order for you to be the best version of health you can possibly be. I'm your host, Dr. Mosier, and my beautiful co-host is my wife, Ellen. Join us on this journey to thrive. Hey folks, Dr. Mojo here, and I have Erin with me with Picket Fence Properties, and she has a phenomenal story for us. Um, you've been a real estate agent for a whopping year yeah. now, and you are doing really well with that. Yes. You and your husband have a really cool farm. You have miniature cows and yes. horses, yes. and it's called Alpha Farms. Alfalfa. Alfalfa. Yes. Alfalfa. Oh, yep. I'm so sorry. We farm so, Alfalfa. Yep. Yes. And then um, you are actually a Tupperware director. Yes. So yep. let's start with the real estate. So tell me about that. Why Why real estate? What got you into that? So I needed something flexible. So like I said, we, we do have an Alfalfa farm. So if you know much about farming, it's pretty labor intensive and time consuming. Yeah. So Alfalfa has to be done every 21 to 23 days. Once you cut it the first time, you're pretty much on a time schedule. And with the weather we have in Southern Indiana, it has to be done when it has to be done. So I needed to be a little more flexible compared to my previous job mm -hmm. where I was on the road all the time. So I looked for something where I could still work with people, work with the public, but set a little bit more of my own schedule. So real estate seemed like it might be a nice fit. Got to talking to Linda Temple about it, and she asked me if I'd be interested in joining Picket Fence Properties, and it has been a wonderful fit ever since. We just opened a brand new office where the old H&R Bakery used to be. Uh, we remodeled that so it no longer looks like a donut factory in there anymore. There's no glass shelves where you can walk in and get your chocolate milk and your sprinkled donut. Um, yes. But we can walk in there and help you find your new home or a beautiful farm to build on or something like that. Which oh. is amazing. Um, I know exactly where you're at, unfortunately. I, I, <laughs> I know where that place is. Um, but that is awesome. So in the year, um, just guesstimation, how many properties have you been able to sell? So within the last year, I think I've moved nine different properties. I also got my commercial real estate license. So I jumped in and wanted to do real estate, but it takes a little bit to kind of get going off your feet. Mm -hmm. And with the downtime, I just don't know how to sit still. So immediately got my real estate license and then turned around and got um, my license to do commercial real estate. So actually the first property that I did sell was a commercial piece of property. So that was pretty interesting because when you get into real estate, there's a lot you have to learn anyway. It takes a while to get your, your knowledge base for your tests and your examinations and all that stuff. But when you add commercial to it, it has a whole different ball game, especially when you're talking older properties or historical properties. Mm, so yes. I kind of dived in with both feet head first. Um, the first property that I sold was actually a historic building. It's one of the first buildings Ford ever made in downtown Marengo. Uh, and it was the original building built there. Still had the original columns, the original Ford sign, everything had been taken down, but it's still on the premises. So it actually has a cave running underneath of it. So you've got historical property, mm -hmm. you've got built in like 1880 is the original foundation of the building, I believe, oh my goodness. with a cave running underneath of it. So then you've got environmental stuff. So I had kind of basically wiped the whole slate clean with everything that could possibly go wrong with the property and learned from the get-go. So after that, everything's just seemed easy peasy. Awesome. <laughs> and you're, you're very outgoing. So meeting new people, I think, is a, 
bonus. Absolutely. You. It's very intriguing to me. People fascinate me. Yes, they are. Sometimes they can be frustrating. Sometimes they're, they're absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about your farm. You, you have these miniature cows and miniature horses. Yes, and we actually have full-size horses, too, that we breed and raise. Really? Yes. Wow. So, so how do you get started? So with horses, I've grown up showing horses. My mom and I started raising horses when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, when we stopped showing, we basically started raising when it comes to the horses. So, and then with mini horses, I've always had a mini horse. I had the same one all the way through high school. We did the little FFA ag days and the farm petting zoos, the same little black and white pony that you saw at the Washington County Fairgrounds for like 20 something years with Cisco. That was my little pony. Nice. Um, and when he passed away, then we got another one. And that was my college graduation present from my now current husband and my mom. They got me him for my graduation. So we have him, we don't really raise them very often just once in a blue moon. We do have two little stud ponies, though, that we offer out. Um, but the miniature cows. Mm. So that's more of an interesting story. I had always known that there was such a thing as miniature cows. They've become pretty popular here in the last couple of years. You see mm. them trending on TikTok, the little Highlander cows, be bopping around with all the little hair blowing in the wind. Mm -hmm. So I had actually been friends with a girl for years that raises them out of Orleans down by where we live at. Mm -hmm. And I went over to look at one, told Kyle, I'm just, just going to look at him, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And went over there, and she takes me out into this field, and there's this little tiny red and white cow with all these little polka dots all over him. Mm. And he just kind of looks up at me, and I'm like, okay, you're going home with me. So... I named him Mr. Wilson while I was there, and I text Kyle on my way home. I was like, hey, Mr. Wilson is coming to live with us in two weeks. I get to pick him up. And so we had to make a place for Mr. Wilson, which happened to be in our garage, because we were still in the process of building our big barn at that point in time. Our garage is actually attached to our house via our master bedroom, and there's a window in our master bedroom that we are intending to turn into a door. We haven't quite made it yet. So <laughs> Mr. Wilson's room Mm -hmm. It's attached to our master bedroom, and I can see him, like, I'm in bed, he's in bed, we can literally look at each other. Really? <laughs> yeah. Now, so you've said that he's potty trained? Oh, yes. So like, like a dog? Yes. So you can't just look at him out there in the garage and leave him out there, you know? He wants to come inside and hang out, too. So when he was a baby, I potty trained him just like our dogs. Like, he's house trained. He comes in the house. He lays on the couch. He's a member of the family, and yes, he is a miniature cow. He is full grown now, he's about two years old, and he's only 33 inches tall at the shoulder. And he is 100% house trained, he walks on a leash just like a dog does, except it's a little halter, a little cow halter. Yes, he's a wonderful little pet. And he now has friends. Mm -hmm. So my pet turned into a full-fledged breeding operation. So we are now raising miniature cattle. My sister-in-law is now in on it. So not only have I convinced my husband that we need to raise these things, my sister-in-law has also fallen in love with them, so we travel around to these exotic animal auctions all over the country mm -hmm. and buy miniature cows, bring them home, breed them, raise them, buy bottle babies, bring them home, bottle feed them, wean them, raise them, and breed them. Wow. Yeah. So I'm still stuck on the fact that you have a cow in your house. Multiples. They're oh. all potty trained. Oh, this got even better. Yes, yes, yes. So they are all potty trained, and they all have bath day. They all have little spa days. So they get blown out, and they turn into little fluff balls. So the two newest additions are micro-sized Highlander cows, which the mm -hmm. Highlanders are the ones that have the big swoopy horns and the yes. hair that's like this long. Mm -hmm. Yes, so you can imagine having those in the house, right? 
you have wow. to keep them like groomed really well and blown out. Now ours are tiny, so they're only about this big right now, but they're gonna grow. Nice. So yeah, so, crazy so, cow lady, not cow lady. <laughs> nice. So this hobby, this wow. pet, has really become kind of a side hustle for you. It's another part of our farm. Yeah, it's it's an asset to the farm. It's another addition to the farm, and it's a you know hopefully an income producing part of the farm, just like. Our alfalfa produces a stream of income. You know, we do round bales. That's a whole different ball game. And then we added cows, except I'm sure Kyle intended for us to have, you know, like full-size cattle. Instead, yes. his wife has got him into miniature cows. Yes. Well, hey, there you go. Now, you you also are a Tupperware director. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is a big deal. So yes. tell, tell us about that. So I started selling Tupperware um, early last year. And within the first month and a half, I had made it to director level. I started my own like VIP page um, where we do discount sales. So with Tupperware, like most of the time people think of it as like, it's kind of gone out of the wayside. Nobody does Tupperware anymore. That's not true, actually. It's just really rare to find a Tupperware rep this part of the country. But we still do bunko parties. We have a bunko every other Friday that we host somewhere. And we are getting 50 and 60 people coming to these bunkos. Uh, we had one in Pekin last Friday. We had 48 people. Uh, we provide food, you come, you play, you win prizes, we give out free Tupperware, you can shop the Tupperware that we bring. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It really is a good time. But we do the old style parties too. So we still do the home parties, but we actually have a huge warehouse where we stock between thirty dollars and $80,000 worth of Tupperware product on site that you can actually come and shop and buy. But we ship out of that too. So there's two of us girls that use the office and we both have our personal VIP pages where you can shop on our sale pages. We don't post anything that's full price. So we buy in bulk and in turn, we turn around and sell it at a yeah. discount that way. Um, and we really have a blast doing it, but we move a lot of product in a very quick period of time. Wow. So Aaron, you are busy. Like uh, I think busy is an understatement <laughs> for you. Um, so you've been coming to the office for about a year. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I actually see your mom as well yep. and taking time out of your day is hard absolutely um, but you do because you you know the value of it so tell us why did you originally come what was your success with with chiropractic care so I originally started coming here um, when I quit my previous job I was carrying like 80 90 pound samples um, window samples, door kits that were like 40, 50 pounds, and I was carrying them on my shoulders daily. Load them in and out of my car four to five times a day. After a while, that kind of wears on your body, even when you're young, right? Yes. Also, I was driving about 80 to 82,000 miles a year. So if you're sitting, driving all the time, that is really hard on, you know, your head, your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your back, yes. everything, of course, as you know. Mm -hmm. So when I finally quit doing that and decided that it was time to spend some time on myself, um, I came to see you after reading a couple articles online. I thought, you know what, you got to make the time to take care of yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to enjoy the days that you do have free or the free hours that you have to go to birthday parties and all that stuff. I wanted to actually feel good enough to be in, enjoy being able to be there. Yeah. So came to see you, did the initial visit, got the scans done, and then we sat down and went over everything and you explained why I was having the issues I was having. So I had major, major, major neck pain, major fatigue. Um, did not have you know normal bodily functions that one should have after we talked about it I had a compressed brainstem um, 
top few vertebrae of my neck are not aligned properly. They were compressing. So after the very first adjustment, mm -hmm. it was night and day within the first five minutes. It was a oh. huge difference. The relief was, uh, to be completely honest, I didn't realize how much pain I was in until I finally got adjusted the first time. Um, after that first adjustment, it was just a done deal. Like, you know, it, this is something that I need to take the time to do. Regardless if I have the time or not, I'm going to make the time. Yeah. So first several weeks came three times a week. Then it cut down to two times a week and then once a week and then went into the maintenance side of it. So every other week coming, you know, as I have time. And of course, full disclosure, sometimes you have to move an appointment back because you're just too busy or running down to Pekin to show a house took an extra 45 minutes and they want to see another house. So, oops, got to bump the appointment to the next day. Yes. Whatever the case may be, you still got to make time for that. Yeah. Um, but fast forward to a year and a half later, I lay down at night, my head hits the pillow, I'm out. There's no waking up, there's no discomfort, there's no rolling around, there's no, you know, waking up 15 times to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, that's none of that. I fall asleep, I'm asleep until I wake up. That in itself, a restful night's sleep, makes your whole day once you wake up so much easier. You can think straight, there's no foggy brain, there's none of that. You feel good, you're happier, you're in a better mood because you're not uncomfortable. Um, just the, the pain is gone. There's no discomfort in the top of my back. My shoulders don't burn like they're on fire anymore. My hands don't go numb or feel like they're you know swelling all the time. Uh, I used to not be able to get my rings on because my hands would swell so bad by you know five o'clock in the afternoon. Don't have that problem anymore. They come on and off, just fine. Um, just and, and that's just a few of the side effects that I've noticed that are gone that I used to have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, you know, the daily lifestyle changes that you don't realize you're gonna have after you start taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. are pretty impressive really once you take the time to do it your story is absolutely remarkable and I'm so happy that we were able to do this because you sleeping better with more energy allows you to do all the things that you want to do I have a I have a sheet with a whole list of things that you you achieve and you do yeah. um, I'm so proud of you thank you and I really appreciate you taking the time to do this because your story does matter. Yeah, I'm happy to do it because like you said, I couldn't do a fraction of those things if my body wasn't able to do them. You know, Absolutely. lifting Tupperware boxes, moving baby cows, things like that. You couldn't do that unless you felt good enough to be able to do it. Plus keeping up with farm and mowing and household chores and you know, being a wife. It's that's a, a That's a full-time job in itself, yes. I'm sure. Yes, it is. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Thriving with Chiropractic. Thank you for joining. We truly hope Thriving with Chiropractic is making a positive impact on your health and wellness. Please comment and share this episode. We would love to hear from you. And as always, remember, your story matters.